podcast about freedom, capitalism and lockdown lunacy. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening. I've got some more good news. Some more good news? Better, better than last week's good news? Better than last week's good news. Um, I, I did promise you I wouldn't mention Zimbabwe, but I am going to mention Zimbabwe, you know, if only to say Zimbabwe is a fairly small country. Correct. India is a fairly large country. Certainly by population. 1.36 billion people by last estimates. It's, it's nearly the most populous country on the planet. And the Sounding Bob podcast has reached the heady heights of 94 in the politics charts of India. Really? Yeah. That's incredible. That, that's how amazing we are. I don't know how many hundreds of politics podcasts there are in India, but it's not only Zimbabwe where we're popular. Well, yeah, and, and it's not so. It's not just Indian podcasts that are available in India. Obviously, all the other ones are as well. So, out of all the podcasts and all the political ones in the, that in exist, the world they're picking us. Thank you, our Indian listener. So maybe we should talk a bit more about kind of Modi and some of the the awful things that, that the kind of Indian government doing. Um, not that I know too much I was about it. Say I don't know enough about it. Might, might be worth brushing up but on that. I just like to report on these yeah. things. I like to report on the success of Sounding Board as a platform and a podcast. And I think we should, obviously, we should perhaps mention that we are both of Indian descent. Um, I, know we don't, I know we don't look it. Well, um, so we are uh, a quarter Tamil, if we're going to get specific. Uh, yes, yeah, specific regions. Yes, exactly. Uh, so uh, our grandmother was from... Now, I, correct me if I'm wrong, was she born in Malaysia? I think I think she was, but yeah, the the family was from Sri Lanka. Yes, I think. Yes, um, but which I, is a very uh, southern India and, and all of that. And obviously, if, in Malaysia, there's very much the uh, there's kind of the Indian population and there's the uh, the Chinese population, isn't there? Um, and so, yeah, we come from a part of our family is very, very, very dark skinned, uh, because the Tamils aren't, aren't, aren't in any way, shape, or form a fair skinned Indian at all, are they? No, uh, no, no, not at all. Um, very but, dark skinned. And, and when, when I had my DNA test, oh yes, I was actually um, uh, I was more. I was about like a third. That's right. Of, of Indian because you should be a quarter, and you were like thirty three percent or something. Yeah, about, you? about that. Um, Don't forget the what was it two percent Pacific Islander. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, I need to do this test just to compare. Well, we've got we've got we've got some more here from that's from so the, the, we did it through ancestry, but we've just bought right. a couple from one, two, three, and me because uh, oh, one, that for, one, that's for the health stuff, isn't it? Uh, well, you, right? can, you can do you can do the health stuff as well. This is just a standard DNA test, right? Um, but you can so you can I mean one, it's like kind of getting a second opinion on these things. And sure. two, apparently, you're much more likely to find relatives and you know distant cousins and stuff through one, two, three, and me, just because of the sheer number of people that, that do it. Right, so it's more popular. Yeah, so uh, you know, I'll send you a link or whatever, and you can you can do the same thing. Oh, fantastic! Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm interested in what if we were to get our parents tested, and uh, and my kids tested, and my wife and stuff like that, just to see how it works through the generations, and to see, for example, what the two different sides of the family bring you know i kind of and even the difference between you and i um, exactly see, see if there's, a, there's a major difference there that'd be really interesting absolutely anyway do you want to talk about masks we it's 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 inevitable i think i it? i both do and do not want to talk about masks or face coverings or whatever politics you want to put around it i'm Which, thoroughly thoroughly bored by all of it I don't know about you. 
<laughs> well, this is this is exactly what I was saying earlier. I kind of I've got stuff I've got stuff to say about masks. Should we just get it out of the way? I think I think we should. Let's let's rant. And I think we need to recognise that there are people who listen, and I I I get this sense when I listen to other podcasts and things as well. If you do hear someone who has a similar view to you, it can make you feel better. <laughs> And so what I'm hoping is that if we if we rant about it for a bit, there'll be other people going, yes, I'm not, it's not just me. Yeah, I'm the same. If I, if I, I think if I, Sounding Ball is the not, it's not just me podcast in many ways. Yeah, I mean, so if I'm, if I'm listening to, to James Dunningpole or Toby Young rant about stuff, um, it can it can make you feel a, bit, a little bit better. Um, so masks then, coming from, from Monday, I believe. Um, the 24th. Yeah, so from Monday... You do, have... We don't know the specifics, though, yet. Do we really? I don't think they've released anything yet. No, no. It's um... going to be a regulation, I assume. It's going to be the same as the coronavirus restrictions regulations that we've got into and critiqued. Because otherwise, how can you put a fine to it? How can you make it, you know, against the law? Yeah, you can't... I don't believe you can fine anyone for, for breaking government guidance like social distancing, nope. for example. It has to be in the regulations. Yeah. Um, so from, from Monday, go to the shops... And you're going to have to wear a mask a shot. to go in. Well, they're going to have to define so much, aren't they? Again, but even things like so, there was uh, there was talk because I think Michael Gove was pictured earlier on, wasn't coming he? Coming out of Pret, coming out of Pret without a, a mask on. Yeah. Um, so, so the media have been questioning about. Okay, so what happens if I buy a coffee from Pret? Can I drink it in Pret? And, and if so, how am I supposed to do? How that? am I supposed to do that? And they're saying, well, yeah, if you if you buy a drink in a in a, in a place and you go and sit down and, and have it, yeah, um, you can take off your mask. I mean, so so yeah, two yards away, you can just pull it off again, and, and that's fine. Or what, you know, what's the? I, I yeah, I saw another minister, I don't know if it's Hancock or whatever, um, quoted as as. Well, it was mental gymnastics. It was yes, you can. Of course, you can go to a pub, but you can't go to the bar without. You can sit at the table, but you can't do this. It was, it was just nonsense. And it, so there's, well, we could we could list the general contradictions and hypocrisy in in all of this. It, it's, it, it is it is just nonsense. And then, okay, the timing of it. We're what four months, four and a half months past peak infection. Have you seen, have you seen the graph someone's made? It's the classic, you know, graph of of, of deaths or whatever. Um, with the curve, and obviously we wind down here. And there's an arrow pointed to mandatory masks introduced, yeah. <laughs> and it's stuff like that makes me laugh. I mean, it makes me cry as well. Uh, but it it was never a good idea. I mean, even Sage, yeah, this is the government um, committee or whatever of fifty scientists, of which Neil Ferguson was one. I don't know if he still is. Whether he got chucked off it completely or whatever, um, and they're on record saying that. A piece of cloth over your face will let in, get this, 97% of microbes. 97%. So they're useless. There's just, there's just no point at all. Well, you must have seen the videos of people like vaping and smoking and putting the masks over, blowing the smoke out, and it just comes everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you, you, those videos didn't need to be made as far as I was concerned. No. You know, because where does, where does your breath go? Yeah. You know, it, it's... But, right, okay, so... Having something, I, I've I've never I've never liked having anything over my face. I've never liked having when you're in the winter, well, you're wrapping up with a scarf. Do you, have, do you, have, do you remember mum and dad? Oh, mum was like wrap us up, wrap yes. us up in scarves, and it was awful. You couldn't breathe, and it's but just... then you get you, your breath starts condensing, so you end up with this damp, horrible, warm scarf after about thirty on, seconds on your face. Yeah, as a as a glasses wearer, 
the the steaming up of one's glasses if you have if you have anything over um, your face as well um, and and again the the atmosphere the 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 um, I was going to say the culture that you're providing <laughs> uh, yeah under this under this cloth um, is you know surely ripe for um, for bugs and things to to thrive in yeah and you don't, you don't really want to be breathing in stale damp air anyway so have you seen the stuff about the uh, the amount of oxygen that, it, that they, they stop um, I've, I've seen people tweeting about using pulse ox machines and checking after so many minutes or hours of having a face covering on uh, and showing in a pulse ox dropping dropping quite dramatically to the point where people you know, some people are feeling dizzy and stuff from having the mask on um, for for so long and yeah any uh, any comparisons to the to the way things are done in hospitals is is utter nonsense. I mean, this is the, the this isn't what we're talking about. We're talking about bits of cloth. We're not talking about proper medical masks, and even they are not designed to stop viruses. Okay, they've got barriers in them that will stop microbes getting into them. But if you want to stop a virus, then you suit up like outbreak. Okay. Well, yeah. Have you seen? You know, have you seen the people testing for the virus? They're in full hazmat suits. Yes. That's what prevents viruses. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that's nonsense. And the conditions in a hospital, in terms of the atmosphere and things that are you know, pumped into operating theatres and stuff like this, it's completely different. They also have trained, face shields. They have face shields. They have other personal protective equipment, and and they are trained. They are trained to not touch their face, to take things on and off. They scrub. They do all of these things. We're just being told, stick on your face nappies. Have you seen the Have you seen the government guidance about how to make these masks? Oh, I think you tweeted something about cutting up a t-shirt or something. Yeah, so you're supposed to cut up. In fact, I might go and get one in a minute. I might go and get an old t-shirt and we'll try and make a mask with the government, yeah, yeah, with yeah, the government yeah. guidance. But you're supposed to cut the bottom of a t-shirt off, right. cut like a shape out, and then you hook that around your ears or around around the back of your head. Right. But how? I mean, you've got a big head. A child's how, how t-shirt. How, you know, how big must your head be to actually make? You know, I mean, think of think of how I've, I've got a tiny waist, and yet my t-shirts. Yeah. Are gonna well, be... and you've got a very very small head, so for, for you it's going to be exacerbated even more. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, it's crazy. I, I his, saw... his head is the same size as, as their waist. I, I saw someone on um, on Twitter do something with a, number, a few snips of a sock, and that made a perfect shaped mask because you've got the kind of the heel of the sock went over your chin and all this kind of stuff and that, well, you, that worked quite you could well. probably do it with the sleeve of your t-shirt because that's going to be that's going to be quite tight isn't it you know you, the sleeve of your t-shirt you could you could use but the point is it's nonsense they don't work there is no reason to wear them so it doesn't matter how you make them or what you make them out of and you can make them out of a string vest okay and that would be as useful you know, right let, let's be clear about this we could be mandated to all go outside and wear dunces caps. And that would be as effective as the mask wearing policy. Yes? And, and it would show off the mentality of the people wearing them just as well, as far as I'm concerned. You, so you, you, you pointed something out, out on Twitter earlier, which I retweeted and, and then kind of, um, you know, took my own take on it. But yeah. You know the pe- people talking about. Well, yes, they they block all the all the, the large particles when you sneeze and then you cough. Oh my word! I who, read this. Who's this going to sneeze into a mask? I couldn't find it to to to, to share it again, um, because there are there's like five or six different 
pages at the moment on the BBC website about mask wearing. Uh, they, they're going to town on it. They've, they've nailed their colours to the mask on this one. Uh, not to the mask, <laughs> to the mast on this one. Um, but there was a, an animated diagram uh, that cycled through various frames and it had your classic silhouette of a, of a person sneezing and coughing and whatever. And it had your, your distance line at the bottom. And so it had, you know, one metre, two metre, whatever. And it's like, this is a cough. Uh, this goes this far. This is a sneeze. This is talking. This goes this far. This is a sneeze. The sneeze can go up to, you know, like, you know, 57 feet or, or some nonsense like that. And then it specifically said, it showed you then the mask on. And then all the particles kind of spraying out the sides <laughs> here. And, and like, obviously what it was designed to show. This is like, remember the adverts for... Um, for toothpaste or for toothbrushes, where they wouldn't they wouldn't be allowed to show that they were removing all of the plaque or all of the germs. Yes. You'd see some teeth and you'd see one of them, just with a little bit of green somewhere, or a little bit of plaque somewhere, because they couldn't possibly show that they would do everything. And I think this was the same thing. This was we can't show it being totally amazing, but we can show the difference between a little a few particles coming up here, a few particles, and this massive spray for twenty odd feet. And I just thought, I have been suffering from hay fever since I was a child. This year in particular, I've probably had one of my worst seasons. It's not been too bad in the last couple of weeks. But the material that I can expel with a single sneeze... <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying that that means I should be sneezing that onto people. But what I do is, at, at worst, use my hand but I make sure I have a very large supply of tissues on me during this season, and I use several of them sometimes to collect said sneeze and dispose of it. If I have to sneeze inside a face scope, inside a mask, that's gonna, it's, I'm going to vomit, frankly. It's, it, I'm, I'm, let alone I'm going to have to dispose of that one and put another one. How many T-shirts do I have to butcher and carry around with me stuffed in my pocket? But how many? So how many people? Sneezes. How many people don't sneeze into their elbow or into a handkerchief, or whatever? And and the people that don't do that, do they? Do they think these people are going to be the ones who are going to be adhering to, to mask laws, and it's going to it's going to stop them? It's it's. it's but these people, the people that the people that want to wear masks, and the people that do normally collect their sneeze in their hand, in a tissue, in a in a hanky, whatever. Are you telling me they're going to sneeze into their masks? Or are they going to go, oh, excuse me a second, mask down, sneeze into, into hanky? Or they're, no, they're going to there and they're just going to go... That, it's the, the, the volume that I can produce, it's not worth thinking about. But it's not just going to... I mean, the mask isn't going to... And then it's going to be it's there. Gonna, it's going gonna, gonna to stay there. But it's not going to trap it in. It's going to be bouncing off the mask into your eyes, y yes. back up your nose well, again. And again, um, I, I, I don't wish to get into the gory detail, but... You've got to then blow your nose. You know, like the sneeze has only got it certain the way out. This is hay fever, right? You know, sometimes you're running like a tap, and you've got to you've got to constantly blow your nose. I can't do that if I'm wearing a mask. I mean, I'm I'm interested. I mean, like joking aside, I am interested in what the rules are going to be and on the excuses you're going to be able to give. Um, I mean, I I personally have no problem just saying if I put a mask on, I'll have a panic attack because that might be the case. I don't, I don't like it. I really don't like it. And I don't like where everything is heading. And a mask might tip me over the edge. But do I have 
breathing condition because of hay fever. I mean, that's, that's certainly an allergic reaction. Having something rubbing against my nose will irritate it. So what does that mean what, I have a medical condition? To what if you're suffering from asthma or something like that? Do yeah. you, you get dispensation then? But then how do you prove it? And who do you prove it to? Who's going to police it? No one can police it. Now, I hold out hope that business and certainly retail are actually going to put their foot down and say, this is just not workable. And I'm, my understanding is that little in Scotland have already said, we're not policing it, we're not insisting it, we're not enforcing it. I've seen rumours that other establishments in, the, in, in England are going to say similar things. Now, to me, that would be... That would be, I mean, it might be the only part of the fight back, but it would be the start of a proper fight back from the private sector against oil, which so far I haven't heard a peep out of since, the, since March, since all of this started, of, of actually the flexing of some muscle, of, of, of power. There's a lot of power has been wielded and a lot of power has just been accepted and given away um, to, to the government, to, to whatever other institutions. If Tesco come out and say, we're not going to mandate it, we're not going to insist on it, we're not going to mandate our staff do it, we're not going to um, police our customers. And if anyone gets told by a member of staff off, you know, if, if anyone gets told by a member of staff to put on a mask, then you can complain to us. If a large organisation said said that then what would the government be able to do about it it would be finally the private sector standing up against the government in a way that i don't think they could meaningfully change yeah i mean that's that's got to be that's got to be the hope isn't it i mean um just to, changing the subject slightly well not really changing the subject but um i was looking into some figures um uh, and the ones i was interested i wasn't so much interested in, in in deaths because obviously they're like a few weeks a few weeks late from from kind of catching it but infections so we're getting approximately 500 infections per day roughly speaking out of 66.6 million million. people um so and that's i mean the numbers are that low now i mean that's a tiny tiny percentage as you say but the tests aren't very accurate so there's an awful lot of false positives in there so i would say that based on that testing it's probably more like half to two thirds of that number. But even even let's assume, let's assume the tests are 100% accurate yep. and there are 538, I think, today. Yeah. Um, how, how low does the number have to be before we, we don't need to wear masks anymore? There's been no indication. There's been no, you know, we only, we're only doing this until we hit 250 or whatever. There's been none of that. Well, let me refer you to the, you know, the government's five tests on, on lockdown easing and getting out of this. They're, the plan for, for recovery or whatever the hell it was. They weren't empirical in any way, shape or form. And it's exactly how politicians like to do things. I say that, politicians in this country. Um, my understanding is that Germany had some very specific numbers that they were going to meet and it wasn't the magical R number, which can go up and you still be fine. You know, it's not, it's not as simple as that. Um, and, and they followed those numbers. In fact, I think it was number of infections or something. Um, that that meant they could then move to the next phase. Um, they won't possibly put any numbers on this because otherwise they would have to conform to them. They don't want to. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Another thing I hate about this is that lots of people, lots of people who are normally pretty good on, on, on this kind of thing, you know, more, normally quite, you know, quite liberal, libertarian, are, are kind of getting getting behind it. Well, and, that's one follow some people. And it's um, a lot. So the, the the biggest reason they're giving is it's not a, it's not about your safety. It's about protecting everybody else. Yeah. Um, and it's you know, again, so, but why does that have to be mandatory? Well, why? okay, so ban cars. Well, exactly. In case you run pick, somebody over. And and this, again, a side topic of this a side uh, thing is COVID deaths are being treated as somehow a higher priority than any other death, and no one's having a conversation about death. We you know, the the country doesn't hasn't had that mature debate, conversation, or understanding about death at all. No one knew. I didn't that 40 odd thousand people died not of coronavirus this year but of flu at the turn of the century that's the year 2000 that was a bad flu year 40,000 people in the UK well, yeah so there have been a few there have been quite a few instances since then that have had over 30 as yes. well and yes quite a few quite a few times and what normally yeah. happens is you normally get if you have a good year or if you have a mild winter Lots of people. This is very sad. They, but they lots, hang lots on people, for a bit longer. Yeah, lots of yeah. people hang on for another year yeah. and perhaps would have been caught by flu. Right. The year, get it the year after. So you have an, an okay. easy year, then you get a heavy year. Can we can we deal with this? This might be an unpopular thing to say. You said it's very sad. Old people die, okay, and I don't necessarily see that as being a tragedy. I people say, "Oh, all death is tragic," etc., etc., etc. We die. We we're humans. We're animals. We die. Our life expectancy keeps going up, but we still die. I would say that a child dying is tragic, but someone, the, the average age of people dying from this is over 80. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't see that as tragedy. They, they, that might be, in quotes, before their time. But is it really if they could have been got by flu or even a cold or 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 something else so playing playing devil's advocate here i think lots of the deaths in care homes because they just shipped out people without yes. testing them was tragic yes because, i agree with that because you know they, they could have easily lived another five ten years um you well know. we don't know how long they would have lived for um but yes, I think that that was a that was a catastrophic policy decision. Yeah, and you only have to look at other countries who haven't done that. Countries with better infectious yep. control, like Japan, who haven't had you know haven't had the, 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 the fraction of the, the the deaths that we have. And they've got in, highly in their camps, highly yeah. highly pop. Well, just just in general, they've got a yep. highly populous uh, country, very very densely. No, populated. I'm talking. I'm talking generally. Yeah, I'm talking generally. Um, but no, absolutely. The the number of the elderly who would have died in this country would have been much lower. Had uh, had they not done some crazy things, but if I if I was if I was if we were twice our age and we were in our eighties instead of our forties, yeah. yeah, well, one of us in our forties, um, uh, you know, if I, if I was in, if, I, if I was if I was in my eighties instead of my forties, I wouldn't be expecting the whole country to go under no. lockdown and to wear masks I so I could so I could live another six months. I don't know any old person that does think that uh, that that the. the that everyone else's lives should be put on hold. Well, so to, to be honest, I mean, so I, um, I mean, this is a this is a bungalow we're in right now, um, and uh, because my wife is a wheelchair user, and there are lots of other bungalows around, and yeah, know, in, so there in, are older people. There are older people than perhaps your neighbours, 
So lots of eighty-year-olds around here and, and perhaps older. We've got we've got bungalows around the corner, remember as well, sure. where we are okay. as well. So there okay. are there are some, yeah. But you know, and they are they are probably more annoyed at the lockdown because for me, it's in the middle of my life. You know, I'm middle age. I'm probably on the back nine, but you know, I've still got forty years ahead of Get me. Get past this, still got some life. You know, if if twenty twenty is written off, um, I've still got another forty years afterwards. Yeah. For them, in their eighties, well. They don't really know how long they've got left. They don't no. want to spend, if this is their last year, they don't want to spend yeah. it inside, not seeing their family, their, their kids, their grandchildren, yep. their friends, their family. Yep. You know, they, they don't want this, you know, any more But this all comes down. Us. This all comes down to the concept of, of risk and of, and of taking that risk, but making a, a personal decision on how much risk you're willing to take. And we now live in this era of, of safetyism. And we have fairly willingly given up outsourced risk to to the state to the point where now we throw up our arms when when we don't know what to do when when there's this crazy pathogen going around and what people want to do I mean I I saw someone write a letter it might have been on lockdown skeptics and and it was you know last year I you know climbed a volcano. It's a person in their 70s or whatever. Last, last year I climbed a volcano. Before that I did cave dining. But I'm not allowed to go to the pub this year. Why can't I decide how much risk I want to take? And obviously I'm preaching to the choir. You think everyone should be able to make that, that decision for them. Or if they want to outsource it, then that's a private decision they do with the people around them and the people that they trust. Um, and, and not just have it enforced. And this... This goes to the very heart of the entire lockdown and, and, and everything about it. And, 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 and we don't talk enough about lockdown being the shutting of businesses. And there are still businesses that are shut, that are you know, things that you know, cannot open yet. And that's still in this list of regulations. Not everything is open. And businesses should have been allowed to succeed and fail based on whether people wanted to go. And they should have been let to do what they needed to do to either attract customers or not, to borrow money, to go into mothballs, to do what they need to do, because you and I would have kept going out. And lots of other people, we might have, might have ended up being that actually a large proportion of, of OAPs would have gone, sod this, we're going down the pub. And would, would rather die with a pint in my hand. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, one of the... One of the worst things I've seen um, as well, and this, this is quite upsetting, is that there have been lots of people posting pictures of like young children wearing masks. Child and, abuse. And, uh, you I'm, know, I'm not, I'm not categorising it as anything else other it's than It's awful. I mean, imagine how these children are going to grow up. You know, they're just taught to be in fear, to be in fear for their lives. I'm like, these are like four or five-year-old kids. This is what it's awful. we did not want. What, from, from early on in the lockdown... We were very conscious. Keep talking. Yeah, we were very conscious of of how our children would react and how how we wanted to bring them up, and it was the the school and how the school were going to respond to it that concerned me the most. Um, you're having a whiskey, but that's, that's you, fine. You sure you still? No, no I'm off I'm the off wagon. the whiskey at the moment. This is this is a medical decision, and uh, I won't go into it, but. Okay. Your health. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, what I didn't want is to teach my five-year-old social distancing. It is the very opposite of what a five-year-old needs. 
for both their immune system and their, well, for want of a better term, their social immune system. Yeah? In order to build your immune system, you need to be exposed to pathogens. In order to build your social system, you need to be exposed to social problems. You need to be in other kids' faces and you need to understand what it's like to have your, the toy snatched off you and, and you know, uh, emotional blackmail and, and, and all of the things that five-year-olds do. And I didn't want somebody saying, no, you're not allowed to hug your mate. Or no, no, sit sit two meters away. Or no, don't don't stand up. No, you're not allowed outside. No, don't go past that. Um, which is why, even though uh, foundation, which is what my daughter could go back, could have gone back um, for these last few weeks, we said no, because the school are being really quite draconian about it. And it, I saw the, I saw the tweet you did with the person with the kid with the mask on, and I just thought. That's it is childish, outrageous. It's... Like, what, what world are you teaching them that this is like? This is this horrible, horrible, scary world. What else are they going to be scared of? Well, if you think, you know, if you think people, you know, millennials in there, in the kind of, I guess, kind of younger millennials, you know, people in the twenties. If you think, yeah. I mean, they're they're not known for their emotional stability, are they? Um, it's just going to you know, exacerbate if you think, all the if snowflakery. You think they're bad. What is this generation going to be like? Yeah. They've been brought up to live in fear for their lives. From the you know generation the COVID is uh, yeah I, I they're going to have I such for emotional problems in in yeah. 10, 15 years time. But right okay let's let's get back let's get back to masks again and the fact that everything is has petered out in terms of in terms of deaths. The number of infections is tiny. The number of deaths is even tinier. They are testing people who are asymptomatic. You know there there are, there are very very few people dying of this now. Now, there's an argument that by instituting the lockdown, that actually you suppressed too much what would have naturally happened, and therefore there is more chance of a second wave of it flaring oh, up. Of course, again. there is. Oh, so, th- th- and there's there's evidence for this because we had we had something similar happen in around it's something like 1897. There was a, a, another coronavirus that hit the right. I think it hit the world, um, and it turned into the common cold. Um, so it turned into right. or it turned into the most common of the common colds. Right, yes, because there's lots which of them. There, there are lots of them. The most common is about 10% of, the com- you know, of common colds are this thing. It's a coronavirus. Uh, they've traced it back to another wow. co- another coronavirus back in... Well, they've traced this back to like something like 1899. It's very similar to a really serious coronavirus that hit in 1897. Um, but obviously, you know, there wasn't social distancing and lockdowns and stuff in those days people just well you say that social distancing was a bit more if anything was a bit more prevalent a hundred years ago yeah okay possibly and and so people's you see I've I've been reading about this and people's immune systems weren't as good because they were naturally more distant from each other right and so that's that's one of the reasons the Spanish feud took took hold so much maybe that's why it took a couple of years then to kind of to, to morph into into this yes. kind of like so so people built up like a herd immunity and then it was easy for the virus to kind of to to to, to morph into something that affected more people but was was yeah. was, was, was lesser yeah. so it kind of turned into the common cold um they think that something like 30 or 40 percent of people uh have immunity to this coronavirus that, you know to that coronavirus that form of the common cold anyway because you know some people yes. just don't catch colds yeah um, and i rarely catch colds um, so it might be that I've got immunity to like 
some of the common colds. I, yep. I occasionally get them, but, but rarely. Um, and I think the people with immunity to that COVID, to that coronavirus, also have immunity to this, which is why yes. you know you only need kind of ten or fifteen percent of the people to become yeah to have been been infected, and you get herd immunity because thirty or forty percent of the people yeah. have immunity, natural immunity anyway. I I agree with all that. I I my observation of what's going to happen, and I don't want this to happen, but I can see this happening, is now that they're instituting masks, even though. You know, infections are a, a piddly, piddly amount, even though it's over now. And it's and it's not masks, you know, they legally aren't calling masks, it's face coverings and it's all nonsense. And it's placebo at best. And ignoring the fact that they're doing it because they think that by doing it, that will increase people's confidence in going back into the shops. But honestly, I think it's going to be the complete opposite. Well, I'm going, to be, the people, I'm, I'm going to be my shopping online. Yeah, I'm not going. On. There's I'm not no going. way I'm going to wear a mask. And all the people who have been going out to the shops, all the... Let's call them early adopters. The people who have been e- eager to get back out again. The people who are actually quite happy to break lockdown and go shopping and whatever else. You and me. Yeah. We're more likely to not go again. And there's going to be that group of people. So, I, yeah, I don't see it. If you institute it now, and then Matt Hancock has already said, you know, you're, you're going to see a, a flu immunisation programme like you've never seen before this winter. You know, so suddenly... We're gonna. It's gonna morph from being about coronavirus, about this particular coronavirus, to being about seasonal flu. Because, hell, Andy, we've just said these numbers. The thirty thousand people. I mean, they probably won't because a lot of them again will have died earlier this season because of COVID. So, the chances are that this next flu season will actually be quite light. But that still might be eighteen thousand people, something like that. Media are going to report all the numbers. Suddenly it's going to be about all deaths from any virus. Not deaths from car accidents, not deaths from stabbings, certainly not deaths from suicides or from, you know, mistreated, undiagnosed cancers. It's going to be about viruses. So we're going to get to the point where we're at cold season, where suddenly every sniffle and an entire class of kids or an office is going to get shut down or whatever, because someone's got a, a, a symptom that could be coronavirus. That's then going to turn into everything about the flu. We're going to be in lockdown over the winter because of the flu, even though it, we never have before. I mean, at the best, we're going to have to wear masks every single year because of in flu season. We're wearing masks in the summer. So we're wearing masks forever in this model of mine, OK? But, <laughs> the, but, but why not? Bearing in mind that... Even if we get through to the other side of Christmas and there's no flare-up of coronavirus again, you don't think that the hysteria is going to build, I don't know, about February, March time? Because maybe this is the time of year that it always hits. Yeah? So we've got, we've got a whole other year of this to come before there's any kind of cycle that can be broken to be shown that it's a partic- it has a seasonality, but it's a, you know, it's a spring thing over here, you know, or whatever. Um, but you've got all of these other things that are going to happen over winter because everyone's going to get the sniffles anyway. They just have to turn around and point to the fact that there hasn't been another spike to show that it's been worth it. Well, of course there hasn't been another spike in deaths of coronavirus. You've all been wearing your face coverings. We have prevented the second. Don't stop. Now, in fact, we need to go further, etc., 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 and and obviously the, the noise is going to stop being start made if they haven't already that we have to keep these face coverings on until there's a vaccine which may never happen 
I'll point you to various viruses that we have no vaccine for, not least of which well, the version most, one of SARS, yeah, the first SARS, that came out ten years ago, and we still don't have a vaccine for. So suddenly it'll be until a vaccine, and suddenly we are in a position where we are being governed by fear. It's like yeah, the statists are thinking this is amazing. We now have a method of fear and control over the population. And I'm getting proper conspiracy theory with this now. A method of control of the population that is something that they've been proven to accept, a virus. But now, because viruses are everywhere, because viruses happen every year, we now get to use this all year round. We get to say that what we're doing and the measures we're taking and the the random local lockdowns we'll do because of dodgy data or a whim will have been preventative that we're living in this situation basically forever. This has been a more depressing podcast than I'd I'd perhaps hoped. Do do you think that what I'm saying is remotely plausible? I'm hoping that it won't get to that stage. (laughs) No, no, I have to to cling on to some kind of hope. So I'm, I'm hoping that not all countries will do this. And then there'll be there'll be other countries that have proven that you don't need to wear masks or you don't need lockdown. How many countries does it take? Because we've already shown that lockdown doesn't do anything. Even the data from this country shows that lockdown didn't do anything because the the rate of infections and deaths went down before lockdown kicked in. Let alone your Japan's and your Sweden's and your whatever else. I won't comment on Belarus and whether their numbers are completely utterly fraudulent or not. But how many countries does it take to show that? mask wearing isn't needed but i think i think once if if all countries are going to be in this position where they're doing this kind of thing you know they're all statists forever they're all governments there's going to be there's going to be one or two who are going to stop doing it and they're going to thrive and then i'm hoping that that, that will bring some of the some of them up I mean, that's that's it's got to be the only hope isn't it I mean, what else is going to how happen? long is that going to take but okay, just wait for a so, vaccine. So what 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 else what else is going to happen if the economy absolutely tanks, which is it's tanking already? They'll just print more money. They'll just nationalise everything. They'll just they'll, they'll turn into the supposed communist government that they said they wanted to defeat. So you don't think at that point there'll be some kind of an opposition? You don't think Nigel Farage will come along with his lockdown sceptic party at that stage? And 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 do what? At what point in the electoral cycle are we talking about? First of all. Well, I'm I'm hoping that he'll come along, or some somebody will come along, or you know, Toby Young with his classical Liberal Party. I'd, yeah, whatever. Um, or just, or, or I'm hoping that people will just say, you know what, I've had enough of this, and uh, I don't trust you anymore. I'm going to go out. Shops are not going to enforce it. They're going to, you know, they don't trust the money supply anymore, so they'll be buying stuff in Bitcoin and other 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 so know, things I like do that. See... That's got to be the hope. Hope yes, but I hoped a lot of things over the last four months. And none of them have really come to pass. It's only just got worse. So, uh, you know... I mean, this is, this, is a, this is a long-term... This is a long-term hope. You know, I think things are definitely going to get worse. Um, There's another scenario, which is that the government keeps blindly going on about this stuff and nobody pays any attention. Apart from a unfortunately you know, sizable significant minority the the 300,000 people on Twitter bar you me and five others that 
you know, call anyone without a mask a Nazi and yada, yada, yada. And, but the problem with that is that that is already how government works. You, you've well, got we've, government we've... and you've got the media and you've got Twitter. And the government go, well, what are the media and Twitter saying? We'll base our policy on that. And it's just a revolving circle. It's just a, a cycle that goes on there. Well, we've, we've talked before about, um, you know, about revealed preferences and stated preferences yeah. um, and how it only takes 10% of a gobby, you know, minority to actually kind of make, make it so difficult for but anyone to... But that's because of the political system we have. I'm, I'm sure, but all I'm saying is it only takes like a small, you know, minority of people to, to make everyone else feel uncomfortable about, you know, about stating their actual kind of preferences. But I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, in time people will have just had enough and will just be ignoring the government and thinking, you know what, you're all idiots. Well, we'll talk about this in another two years and uh, I mean, we, we'll can... be no further forward. I'm, I am proper blackpilled on this. I'm yeah. I'm I'm hunting around for places to live outside of this country. This 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 isn't going away anytime soon. And this isn't this isn't what I this isn't what I wanted to live in. Can I can we just can we just talk about and, and this is still kind of about masks. Yeah. Um but this is something that I've noticed recently. I don't I don't know if you have as well. So there have been over the over my lifetime there have been lots of things that have been seen as for want of a better term, political litmus tests. You know, you're either on one side or the other. Right. So, like, on in America, abortion has been, you know, for, for yep. years. Um, it's like, you know, if you're for and against. A left-right issue. And, and it's been, you know, Republicans, Democrats, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, and we've seen, we've seen a few of these. Um, I mean, abortion isn't really quite the issue that it is over Masks here. Masks has revealed, as you said earlier, a few people who you, you're surprised at which yeah. side of the line. But there, but there have been there have been a few, and 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 I'll, I'll go into why they're, 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 these people are a bit of a surprise in a minute. But there have been a few of these kind of litmus tests, um, and there's like, and one of them is, and again, this is more in America, but you're kind of which side you're on uh, of, the, of the trans debate. Um, so whether right. you know that's been, that's a bit of a litmus test as well. Um, certainly for wokery, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but there's this kind of poor proportion of people. Um, we've had a couple. There's obviously been Brexit, leave and remain, leave and remain. That's been a, a litmus test. I want to use the terms leave and remain for lockdown because there are those who wish to remain in their house and those who wish to leave. But having said that, the Venn diagram isn't that clear on that, is it? No, but there 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 is a, there's a significant overlap. Yeah. Um, Masks is another one. So what I've noticed is these litmus tests, whilst there used to be one that would be around for like for 10 or 20 or 30 years. Right. They're coming around they're all coming, over the show. They're just they're thick and fast now. You know, they, I mean, I mean, this is this, the next litmus test. Yeah, it'll be it'll be next week sometime. There'll be something else that, that will be the litmus test. And it's, you know, at the moment it is do you wear a mask or do, do you not wear a mask? And there's this definite divide. And it tends to be... The, but whereas social distancing wasn't as clear-cut no, as that, No, no, not, not at all, not at all. But, some, but masks is definite. Very I mean, visible. it definitely tends to be more leave versus remain, that kind of mentality, I think. Yes, um, I can't believe you are not or are wearing Yeah, and masks. if you look yeah. at the arguments that, that, you know, I've seen articles where they're saying that if you don't wear a mask, you have lower cognitive ability. And they're, so they're basically using, <laughs> the, they're using the same arguments again. You know, Brexiteers are thick, all, all yes. that kind of thing. And it's, it's because yes. it's the same people saying it. Um, so you think there's a there's a strong correlation in I think mask there's a reasonable strong correlation between mask there wearing are some notable and being, notable exceptions and being Brexiteers yeah there are there are which I find fascinating it's only a mask the, the, 
that I mean you've 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 written about this. The, the, yeah. the it's only this, it's only that, it's only this, it's only that, and how far it goes. I'm concerned, and I suppose I you know I'm ready to defy at the same time. Masks in shops. You you can't possibly defend that that can't spread to other things like masks in offices. Well, so I tweeted about this saying it's not just going to be in shops, it'll be yeah. in offices, it'll be in schools, so outside. outside. Already there've been articles where the cabinet have been considering an office space already. And I, you know, I only tweeted about this like a couple of days ago. But you know that's what's going to happen. Of course it's going to happen. Now I've been I've been debating whether to announce to my staff that in in the instance that that happens that we will not enforce, we will not encourage we will certainly not have any problem if any member of staff wants to make the decision to wear a mask. But we are not going to mandate masks. We're not going to enforce it for anyone else. And frankly, we're not going to let anyone in the building. You know. Well, and I, I have no problem with individual companies and businesses making their own decision on this. I tweeted, I tweeted earlier. So my favourite butcher right. has required PPE since the beginning of lockdown. Of their staff or of... Visitors, of visitors, customers. Of visitors. Right. Um, not ma- not masks actually, gloves. Because obviously you're kind of picking stuff and you're touching stuff sure. around. So they they've got like a huge. Do they provide. They provide them. They've got a huge box of gloves, and they're like, if you before you come in our shop, please. Um, and I think this is because I think, I think this is because they're owned by somebody else, and they've kind of man. Or, or it's, they're, there's some there's some body or something that they belong to, and in order to kind of keep their you know their certificate order, right. they've got to, they've got to do this. So, so look, we're really sorry. We need you to wear gloves. Have a free pair when you go in, and then here's a bin. Here's, a bin. The, here's a bin on the way out. Everybody goes in, wears gloves. Everything, everyone's fine. I've got no. If if that was masks as well, they said, look, we're really sorry, but you need to wear a mask to come in here because of some dodgy regulation. You know what? That that's fine. Whatever. It's, well, it's, it's still personal choice if you use that establishment. Exactly. And exactly. I, I want there to be another butcher. Yeah. <laughs> that says we don't care. They might get my business. Uh, I mean, I. I order my I order my meat now online. Oh, he's Donald Russell. Donald Russell, yeah, fantastic. Uh, like you know, God, if everyone wanted a sponsorship on the podcast, it would be to read out about the delicious sausages from Donald Russell. <laughs> Go to donaldrussell.com. Uh, I, I order big packs of steaks, sausages, burgers, chops. Those little you me- name the, the little medallion steaks. The the, 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 uh, the pavé steaks. Pave yeah, rump. The, the rump medallions. They're amazing. They're, they're they're standard pork sausage. Okay, they've got lots of other funky pork sausages, but they're standard folk, which is made of pork shoulder. Pork shoulder is amazing. These sausages are the best sausages you will ever eat. We we literally buy like fifty at a time, shove them in the freezer. And then that's the sausages we eat on an everyday basis. Well, I just like getting the packages from them as well. Because you get the packages and it's all in like dry ice. And you open yeah. it up and it's like Darth Vader. And you go, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But going back to what you said earlier, that's, that's what I'm going to be doing with everything. If, if, we're, if we're forced to wear masks, um, that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be ordering stuff online, uh, buying in bulk, uh, and, uh, and, and, and not going anywhere. Which is what they want, I suppose. And this is the, this is the danger, isn't it? Is... That's kind of what they want. This is I, I, I coined this as the great suppression. And I've not used that phrase for a few weeks as we've been easing our way out of lockdown, supposedly. Muzzling your population? That's pretty suppressing. I mean, it'll be interesting to see the stats, whether, pe- whether more or less people go to shops after June, uh, July the 24th. Yes. 
Yes. You know, so if, if, if shop... I can go- see there being peak for the two days before. Yeah, for sure. And it, but if, if people if people if people stop going to the shops, you know, it's not going to be because they're suddenly afraid. How do they back? Right, they have had every opportunity. I, I had every, I had some faith. I had some hope in Boris early on. Bearing in mind that the talk originally had been about herd immunity and doing this properly and not wanting to suppress a peak and yada yada yada. Then it all got a bit, oh, blimey, we've got to lock down. But then everything started doing this. And so within three or four weeks, I'm saying, they can totally do this. They can turn around and say, we've done it. We did what we set out to do. We flattened the Deaths curve, are going we saved down. the NHS, blah, blah, blah. Let's ease things, let's start, and, and you know, and, and no problem with the phased return. That that week, that the week after, that the week after, give people a chance, etc., etc., etc. This whole the whole period to nothing lockdown from moment of lockdown could have maybe lasted a maximum of two months. Well, we so I've 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 had friends month on month off. I have friends all over Europe um, because I've worked in distributed teams for the past yes. few years. I've kind of yeah. managed guys all over the place, and I keep in contact with them. So that I, I, know, kind of, I, know, I know guys in Poland, in the Czech Republic, you know, in, in Belarus, in Ukraine, yeah. all over the place. And I've been kind of quite careful to keep up to date with them. And yeah. you know, how's lockdown for you? What's, what's it going? You know, yeah. what's going on now? So in Poland, it's much more structured. In that, okay, so we've got, you know, we, we've got masks for a couple of weeks, and then, you know, when we hit this date, we don't need to wear masks in shops anymore, and then we do this, and we do this. It's and the they lay it out quite a long time in advance. Yeah, and in the Czech Republic as well, they know exactly what they're doing. So yeah, we've got we've got one more month of this, and then we got this, yeah. and then we got it's this. It's the uncertainty here that over is here, killer. there's none of that, absolutely none of that whatsoever. Yeah, uh, but my point was, they had the good news, they had the ability, let let alone to look at other countries that were already ahead of the pandemic that had the pandemic first to us they can look at italy and go right it is there's a way of saying this it is only killing the old it's not killing children this isn't like spanish flu which was killing killing people you know in their prime um we know yeah we can keep it out of care homes we can do this we can do that we're starting to wheeze it job done we saved the nhs i was waiting for the moment where this was the the tagging of save the nhs to the tory party which you know I, I kind of have no problem with them making some political hay out of it. Fine, whatever. You know, you know they're going to do they're that anyway. They're too stupid to do that, though. They had, they had, they didn't have their curtain call. They this dragged open this goal. on. Open goal. Totally. But what? Let, let's say what you say there about the the shops. Let's say the the economy. Then you know, rather than it, it's going down, there's been this slight slight uptick. I think in jobs. We're talking tiny. It's minuscule. You have yeah, to yeah. use a yeah. yeah. If it then goes plunging down again, very specifically, and can be shown to be linked, my point is, they'll double down. They won't. They won't just go. Oh, okay, then you don't need masks anymore. They've nailed their colours to the mast. They have said this is about safety. This is about protecting people. How would they backtrack in a month's time? Of mask wearing. Bearing in mind we're going to get to the point we're starting to hit September, starting to hear the, the change of the seasons, people getting the sniffles. How well, do they backtrack? Well, September's usually really nice. September is one of these months 
that it's it's always really nice. It's always really warm, and people say, "Oh, we're having an Indian summer." It's isn't it amazing? When every <laughs> single September, it's like every June. Yeah. Every June it rains, and people say, "I can't believe it's June and it's raining." Have you never watched Wimbledon? Yeah, yeah. It always yeah. rains in June. Um, yeah. So September's one of them. So July is being pretty wet at the moment. Has yeah, to be well, we had kind of, you know, it's a little we bit different this time. We had an amazing April. Yeah, yeah and, and, um, uh, but September will be nice. I yeah. guarantee it will be yep. warm weather in September. Yeah. I'm hoping by then um, they can just say, you know, we've warm master a month. Now we've got, I mean, by then we'll be, we'll be having, what, 200, 200 cases a day being reported, maybe one or two deaths. They can't seriously... Yes, mandating. they can. Yes, they can. They have done already. It, does, it already doesn't make any sense. Why do you think it's going to make sense then? Okay, but they must. They must know. <laughs> it already didn't make any sense not to ease the lockdown. Okay, so there are there are, there are different levels of sense. There's stuff that makes sense to you or you and I, and yes. those those people who look at the big picture. Yeah. There are politicians who are a few rungs down the ladder on the on the kind of. The but I can't sense. even read the politics of this, other than tyranny good I think I think as much as I don't particularly like what Sunak has been doing or Boris has been doing I think they know that if we continue like this forever the economy will just drop off a cliff and they'll have nothing left so why on earth did they extend the furlough to October but that, that must that, that's got to be their limit surely surely just remember when you said that there'll be some other measure so you honestly think, I mean, as much as I think the Conservative Party are utter, utter imbeciles, you think they're just going to run the economy into the ground? Yeah, they already are. And it'll get worse. No, I mean, I mean for... I, I, they're going to start I, taxing the rich. That's the next thing. I could, see them, I could see them doing that for, like, for a period of a few months. You think they're going to do that forever? This is what you're saying. Until oh, they are now permanently, they're now permanently a, a heavy state party. They... They are, there's no way, there's no way. Boris has already said, we're not having austerity. Yeah? Like, come on, I'm, even before all this, I've been talking about the NHS becoming 50% of the economy, okay? This is, just, this is just his direction anyway. You don't think that the support for business will just come in a different form? Or that other benefits will exist to, to, to pay people when they're not being employed? You I, don't think there's going to be nationalisations. I, I, right, I'm going to say it right here and right now, this government will nationalise things I, in I, this parliament. I have, and I have, not just a railway. I have no doubt about that, but I think by October, or even by September, we won't be wearing masks in shops. Should we end it on those predictions? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, 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 I mean, I would... You don't think we'll be wearing masks in shops in October? That's my prediction. Okay. So my predictions for the last two podcasts have been that um, J.K. Rowling is going to be on a <laughs> on the top of a bonfire on November the fifth. <laughs> yes. But we won't be. But we'll wearing, all be wearing masks. We won't be wearing masks to see it anymore. Um, I I'm I'm thoroughly pessimistic about everything. I think you can probably tell. But I've reasoned my way through this based on all of their behaviour so far and the things they say and the way they drop this stuff in, the way that the Madrigy Mask stuff got trailed a couple of weeks ago in classic leak terms. Well, we're thinking about it, or shall we? Or it... But other, other European countries have already stopped wearing masks and okay, they've been ahead of us, but they've, they've stopped a lot wearing... of others, A lot of others are still doing it. Yeah, but lots, lots of them have stopped and they're not seeing adverse effects. So I think there'll be A lot pressure. of others came out of lockdown earlier. 
Yes. Yeah, so this pressure, this pressure will only get will only get worse. Pressure from whom? I think I think pressure from the public. Well, they'll be seeing. They'll be they'll be on the phone and they'll be having Zoom calls with their friends in the Czech Republic and in Poland and in Germany and all these other countries who are no longer wearing masks, no longer have lockdown, and they're going to be saying, it's going "Hang to be, on a second, it's going to be way later than October." Because I think I think England the of is. July. I think England is far worse than some of these other countries. Yeah, and I don't. I don't That's think that's why it's going to be worse. I don't think it's sustainable. I genuinely don't think it's sustainable. Well, we shall see. On that bombshell. I mean, I think some awful, awful other things are going to happen. Um, I mean, you know, you, know, do you want to go into that? You, well, you know, my fear of like the left taking over. They have. <laughs> oh, so you, <laughs> welcome to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can I can see I can see them going statist and authoritarian in other ways, but I think I I I don't think even Boris and Sunak are that stupid. I, mean, I think they're pretty stupid, but I don't think they're that stupid. That, right, let's save that for another podcast. Let's leave it there. Thank you for. Uh, I'm not sure whether I'm not sure whether whether we're going to get this out on YouTube or not because the camera kept flashing at us. Yeah, but thank you for listening at least. Um, please rate us and share us. Share us is the big thing, particularly if you're in India or in Zimbabwe, because we need to get up. To, uh, I want to get number one in well, Zimbabwe. I, and to be honest, I think after after getting somewhere in India, uh, I'd quite like to. Uh, China are the country at the moment. Let's let's get somewhere. Are they allowed Apple or other podcasts in? Uh, or is it? Is it too closed an ecosystem? Is that like trying to get number one in South in North Korea? I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, they don't. They don't particularly like Apple. They don't particularly like Google either. No. Um, so I'm not sure. But Maybe I'm, not. I'm happy. I'm happy with India. It's our heritage. You're happy with India and Zimbabwe. Of course. <laughs> Let's try and climb the political rankings in those countries. Thank you very much for listening. Share, rate, review, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>